0: So recently I've been extremely picky about the candles that I keep around the house. A lot of home fragrances don't really smell natural. They're not really sweet and have a lot of chemicals. And after learning that the candle industry contributes to an insurmountable amount of non-recyclable waste, carbon emissions, and just toxicity in the air, that has changed the way that I select the candles that I keep in my house. And that's why I'm so glad that Notes Candles exist. They're on a mission to help eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option without giving up high quality fragrance that smells amazing. The candle industry has a major problem, which is almost two billion candles are sold globally each year in almost all of them. And I mean, all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years. That's right, a million, insane. But Notes Candles has created a solution. They have a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again and again and again so you don't become a part of the problem and it's so easy to use the candles are made with fragrance wax beads so all you have to do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar fill it up with wax beads enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours and then do it all over again and you're ready for a new one. And you don't have to settle for less exciting fragrances with notes either. In fact, their collection of almost 13 fragrances are handcrafted by fragrance experts at their home base in South Carolina that are insane. I have a few of these here. Me and Jordan have been using them, and I love it. Me and Jordan both are really big Kindle users, ironically, and so we can't get enough of this. And they have all these interesting one-of-a-kind fragrances like oak milk, vanilla, pepperwood, potassium, Rose water, all of them are amazing. So be a responsible consumer while not giving up high-quality fragrance by making the switch to Notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandles.com slash justdifferent. Right now, Notes is giving our listeners 15% off and free shipping when you buy a Notes starter kit using code JUSTDIFFERENT. Just use code JUSTDIFFERENT when placing your order. That's code JUSTDIFFERENT at notescandles.com dot com slash just different yes sir yes sir tapped in all the way from the bahamas should we cap like that oh wait yeah, hold on we no in the studio dang bro if it was just audio we, we could though bro said should we cap like that, that is, on. that's honest that's honestly like a cheat code like you want if you're just if you don't do a video podcast you can literally say you tapped in from anywhere <laughs> hey we live from new orleans live from barbados live bro. from bora bora we actually are we our next flight is to dubai we, we actually in Paris. <laughs> that's what the next, the next episode will be that's crazy are right, you ready let's go all right yo what's up it's your boy d stark's, starks artist you are now tuned in dang it sound different it's feel different yeah, to the bro, just bro, different yeah, bro, podcast yeah, where we talk everything faith life and culture know what it is back for another week we we're I tripping last be episode on. because we was, we said it was 93 it was actually episode 94 because we were like uh, we we're seven away from 100 so what today's 95 this then. is this is 95 Dang, yeah this is 95 man, we got five more man wait is it 95 well you said the last one was 94 okay yeah yeah, yeah it's right? 95 so we, we, we now now we're officially 5e piece away. weight yeah, but yeah, yeah. we did throw the idea out there of having The fam one. You know me, the parents to come on. Everybody was like, yo, y'all should do that for that. That should be the special. (laughs) And I was like, Hold on, hold on. I like that idea. Hold on. That might have to be it though. I like that idea. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. But nonetheless, bro, how you how you feeling? Actually, so we so we took last week on Friday. We took Friday off. Right, exactly. So we appreciate y'all. Just, you know, allowing us to like rest to get our get ourselves regrouped and just, you know, take some time to ourselves. Yeah. Actually, me and Jordan, were just going to be out of town. So he was in Nashville. I was actually in Florida. So we were trying to find a way to make it work. But it was like, you know what? Let's just like, you know, take. Let's just take a break. Yeah, man. let's take this Friday off, you know, yeah. regroup and come back Wednesday. So I appreciate y'all all the love. For the sure. Support. I feel like I, I never feel as if there's any pressure to, like, perform or, you know, I don't feel like we have, like, that base of supporters oh, that's, like, yo, trying to just always, like, you know, Me take, neither. you know what I mean? Me neither, which is a blessing A hundred percent, a hundred percent, so we love y'all, like, family, yeah, for real, yeah, yeah, nonetheless. Yeah. But, yeah, so, how was your weekend? Oh, man, so I went to Nashville, shout out my boy, John. Shout out John, man. My boy, John, Hold graduated. on, hold on, like, every, and everybody who graduated, too, anybody who graduated every, this past weekend, every, Hey, anything hey, that's bro, coming congratulations up. Congratulations to proud y'all. Of y'all. That's major, that's something we couldn't y'all. do. we we ain't make it that far we ain't make it that far we ain't make it that far but no seriously everyone who did graduate this past weekend congratulations love congratulations yeah so shout out to my boy john he graduated from you know saying tsu i went to the graduation uh shout out our boy seth as well i'm just shouting out people i know who graduated uh yeah Shout, shout out my boy seth he also graduated um this past weekend so yeah i was there in nashville it was really good i think um A lot of things happened outside of just the graduation. That was just really good. I got to be around, you know, community. We went to go see – that new Guardians of the Galaxy movie, it was fire. I don't know if y'all into Marvel and stuff, but we're to see that. Um, I got put onto this new book, which is fire. Yo, um, bro. No, he got, I don't know. Jordan, me found in the gym. I got a book bag, bro. I got that book bag. <laughs> <laughs> now, shout out Mama Diggs, though. She was on the podcast, if y'all ain't tuned tune in to the episode, but she put me onto this book I'm reading right now, which we're going to get into later into the episode. But yeah, so it was a really good weekend no, overall, bro. No, but hold on, bro. bro. You performed, too, and I actually haven't heard I about this. I forgot about that. And I want to hear about it. How I did it? I? Forget we we about haven't that. been able to have a conversation. You mentioned it to me yeah, yeah, I yeah. called you right before. Yeah, I forgot that happened because there was a lot going on. So I drove back on Saturday and then I had a performance like literally like an hour after I got back. Um, so, yeah, I performed at this uh, church. They had like this little service. Um, it was really like a collective of different artists in the area that were trying to put on this event. And then what they do is they go to different cities and stuff and they put on events. And I got invited to this one because they heard about me. Um, so I went and I, bro, God's presence was there for real. So, um, it was the first time I had performed in a minute. It's been like a How long has it been? Psh, two years. Two years. Yeah. Sounds a long, long time. Right. A long mm-hmm. time. So yeah. Um, What'd you perform? So I performed Grateful and Different Now. Different Now is a favorite. Like that's my most streamed song. So I, I performed that one. That was the first time I performed it. I was out of breath. I ain't gonna lie, cause, yeah, cause it was the first <laughs> bro, time performing. Like I practiced a it little bit, gassed. but like you could, when it, when you're Different. in the moment, <laughs> no, nah, for real, you you gotta move around and stuff. bro. I'm out of breath. It's crazy, but um, no, it was good. You feel like you your stage presence gotten better since the last time you performed. Do you feel like you you've learned a lot since? Um, yes, yeah. it's just getting your feet wet. This was kind of getting my feet wet, but I also feel like I did a little better. Uh, I kind of watched back a couple of videos I saw. I right. think I did a little better. I had like the mic up. I took like some tips from people from like the past, and I kinda mm-hmm. like implemented them. Mm-hmm. so I think I grew and got better. Um, at the end, they had, like, an altar call, and I felt led to, like, talk, like, God laid some of my heart to say, and, like, I stepped up. Oh, you was and said preaching, that. preaching? Yeah, bro, it felt good. It felt really good. Just to, like, give your yes to God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, feel, you know... Even just, when it's uncomfortable? Just, yes. Right. And just to right. be a vessel. Just to be a vessel and be you. So, it was, bro, that was that's good. That's fire, bro. Bro. It was good. Bro. No, I think... No, I, That that's amazing to hear. Honestly, I've been waiting to kind of get your review on yeah. everything, but... No, this past weekend was amazing. I think we both really needed it, oh, like sure. especially just coming off of like last week because I felt like we were just in go 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 for the most part. And I know I've talked a lot about the fact that I have struggled with really learning or knowing how to rest. And I will say, I feel like this weekend, this past weekend, I yeah. was like genuinely able to do that. Okay, that's and good. so okay. I feel. I don't know, like just rejuvenated honestly yeah and it's yeah, like, yeah. like back at it you know like after uh i don't know you get off with of like a sauna or a massage <laughs> or something like that and you just like ready to go i mean you gonna let the people know where you was at you was out there in the oh, oh. you was <laughs> out there on the, in the tropics oh, yeah. <laughs> no i was in the tropics i was over there uh, i was in fort lauderdale so yeah. i was i was able to be like on the beach you know palm trees and yeah, whatnot yeah, yeah. so the sun beaming on me so i got a little darker so yeah oh and hold on what's up i forgot there's a lot that's changed because I did, I, did, I did cut my hair. I oh, forgot about that. So yeah, maybe because I feel lighter. <laughs> bro feels lighter. Yeah, no, he chopped it off the other day. It was Yeah, so I cut, I cut I cut. my hair. I was like, yo, it was time though. Yeah, my- yeah.
1: <laughs> Come I'm on, hating. bro. I'm hating. Come on, bro. That's
0: hate. <laughs> that's hate. That was unexpected. That wasn't really part of the weekend. That kind of like happened afterwards. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's one of those things where, you know, at some points in your life, there's lessons here. At some point in your life, you have to really just accept your fate. You feel what I'm saying? Like, bro, I'm preaching. No, look, look, you at, at some points in your life, you have to just realize when something's not working for you. You know what I mean? That's like, a fact, though. I started growing my hair out again back in like 2020. So it's yeah. been about three years. And you know, it just looks like I haven't figured it out. That's valid. So I feel, and I, and I like it now. Honestly, mm, I think I, I look like like a lot better. It looks, it looks like good. clean. And I, honestly, maintenance wise, I wasn't really taking care of my hair. Y'all I mean, everybody was telling me that. I was trying to <laughs> not, bro, come on. <laughs> come on, bro. They in the comments, like, we can tell. <laughs> So this will be good for me Just like very low maintenance Nice yeah. little slick ball That you just gotta brush it a few times Before you hit the You know, you know Before you walk out the door That's, yeah, all, that's yeah, all I yeah, need yeah. too No and it looks good It looks good bro It fits your head shape well it, Thanks Yeah no it's a compliment <laughs> It's a compliment I know it sounded crazy But like Yeah no it's but a compliment no, But yes Like I was saying This weekend was really good And a part of the reason It, w- it went really well Jordan Was not lying Let me tell you that He's not cap and crunch <laughs> What? <laughs> I've been crying Just crazy <laughs> So Obviously this book He's been raving about Which is called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry I decided You know what Since I'm about to You know Be traveling Taking this flight. trip yeah. Let me go ahead And just take a look At this book So I read the first chapter And let me tell y'all Like It completely bro, changed My perspective I'm not one to gas stuff up bro It's a He good wasn't book. He was not lying it's And I was like book. Yo like This is it So I honestly Also And I'm not getting paid no- <laughs> to me with no so deals. now y'all know it's real bro ain't no deals Genuinely, they know, like it's a good amazing book. the ruthless elimination of hurry yep that's the name of the book so yeah definitely check that out yep. but nonetheless yeah that was that helped that, you uh, would you say like that helped that contributed to you resting well definitely okay definitely okay. definitely it just it, it gets your mindset right yeah in it to a lot of more realizations about how you're mm, working for sure yourself Right, how you are managing your time and not overextending yourself, even yeah. to things that may seem beneficial, beneficial or yep. you know you should be doing. Like you still need to take time for yourself to step back and not always be so busy. Yeah. Like we talked about, like two weeks ago, preoccupied. Mm-hmm. So definitely set the bar. So that yeah. yeah, that's gonna be on the list. We got another one coming today for y'all. But yeah. there was something I did want to also address up front about the last episode because we got a DM Mm -hmm. from someone. I thought it was really good and I wanted to talk about it, but they asked, so I just listened to your last podcast and had a quick question about the purpose and why we do things. When you say you want to do things for the kingdom, what would that look like in school, say, studying or taking the SAT or sports Mm -hmm. and shift it away from yourself in your name? Which I thought was a really good question. I don't think we really got to that part yeah. in detail in terms of like just the how to, like practically of like what does that look like when we talk about seeking first the kingdom mm-hmm. and making sure that God's name is glorified and it's not always self self-seeking in like your pursuits. And the first thing I did want to mention is because I feel like we were we went a lot of different directions in that episode. Yeah. But having those desires or even interest and in whatever that looks like, you know, like dance, like entrepreneurship, yeah, um, finance, communication, whatever that looks like, isn't inherently wrong at all. Like you no. have those things for a reason, those gifts and things that you can't keep your mind off of and like are like the thing that you really love doing. And so pursuing those things inherently aren't wrong, right? And God wants you to do it, but not at the expense of, you know, it, being just of your own ambition mm. and him not being an integral part of it. Yeah. And so that's what we were really trying to get across. And I didn't, I want to make sure that wasn't like yeah. misconstrued in any way. One. And then two, to really answer the question of like, okay, so what does that even look like? Cause I like the examples to use, like even in school yeah. when I'm studying, like taking the SAT, fill in the blank. And I think one of the biggest things is, you know, making sure that God is just, a part of it all. Yeah. And I think, especially like when you're just making decisions, that there's that reverence there of like, yo, you may have this desire of like, okay, this is what I would like to do. This is what I want to do. Right. But always putting your desires against his will. Yeah. Right. Of like, okay, God, like, this is what I want. But no matter what, you know, me, I mean, my desire may be, what you say goes. Yeah. You know, and always just being intentional about. Making sure he's always like the focal point and the center, and like the uh, I don't know what you would call it, just that like a filter which all your things mm. go through. That's a good word. Yeah. I think, yeah, a filter in which all your decisions and the things that you're thinking about go through. And I think that's really like what it looks like in a practical way of like just to see it yeah. first. It's not something that's like too complicated or yeah. anything that you know, you have to like jump through all these hoops to try to find out even do. I think it's like genuinely just keeping him at the forefront. And like we talked about in Matthew six thirty three, everything else genuinely does fall into place upon you keeping him first and then managing everything you have well, right? Yeah. And so that goes into, okay, like studying and taking the SAT, right? Like managing those things well, like he wants you to be excellent. He wants you to be great in the things in which he's gifted you in. And so whatever that looks like, being obedient in just the, the act or service yeah. of actually performing those things. And that's, you know, that's what yeah. I would say. Just Yeah, just to piggyback off of what you said, use the filter. I thought that was a really good um, way to word it. But I think the way I've heard it before is, like, remaining God conscious. So, like, throughout your day, like, always making sure you're remaining conscious of, like, God and his will and his word. Um And like you said, with managing, I think sometimes it is as simple as just like being being excellent at what you do. Right. Being diligent. um, Like when you when it comes to things like studying and like when you're in school, sometimes it's just like living up to a a level of excellence. Because as your ambassador, I think that's the word we use, like as an ambassador, um, that's a part of it is just making Mm -hmm. sure that you are um, living up or, you know, like he said, there's no hoops and there's no, like, cr- cr- criteria. But it's just, like, being excellent, managing things well. Something Sometimes it's just as simple as that. Like, you don't always have to, like, you know, when you sit down for your SAT, like, stand up and be like, everybody, Jesus loves you. Like, <laughs> uh, like that's cool. Like, you can do that. And that would be great. That would be, be cool. But, like, it's not always that. Um, sometimes it's just being excellent. Also, on top of that, um, I don't want to sit here too much because we got an EP to get into. But um, <laughs> uh, so the verse... Um, Psalms 37, four, um, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. It's something that we mentioned before. Um, but as you begin to delight yourself in the Lord, like his desires will become yours. And something he's been, um, kind of just reiterating in my mind is like, when you are truly delighting yourself in him and all you're filling yourself with is God, that's all you can pour out. So he's been telling me to trust my desires. Like if my desires are becoming his and I'm delighting myself in him, then it'll be a lot more seamless. Like I won't have to strain myself to be God conscious because it's like if that's you all I have been, if that's all I have filled myself with, that's all I can pour out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just a point of encouragement for anyone out here who has the same like sentiment as this person who had this question. Like if you're delighting yourself in Him, just trust those desires because they're His. If that's if you've been in your secret place, that's all you've been pouring yourself pouring, filling yourself with. Then you know trust trust that. That's so, good. Yeah, that's fire. So yeah, that's what that's what I'll say to that. But getting into it. Let's go ahead and tap in. Let's Let's yes, go. sir. So today we are it's like we've done. We haven't done this in a while. I mean, we did this at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year, but we're introducing. I guess you could say like a new segment to the show because I know, of course, we've been doing like the "say it again" consistently. Yeah. We've had the "talk to me" segment in which we answer questions you all like have sent in. Mm-hmm. And then the what they talking about slash like cultural critics that we kind of like revised and which like we're just pouring from like current events. Yeah. But we're doing something different now. And I think it's just a part of us like us evolving, really finding like our voice and knowing like what that looks like. Because honestly, because we're introducing this segment, but we're getting rid of and we're not gonna do the what they talking about or culture critics anymore. And oh, a big yep. part of that. It's because, ironically, I remember we were doing an episode and I think we were talking on Jackie Hill Perry and her comments that she made about Beyonce and just secular music in general. And one of the things that she had mentioned in the beginning of that video is the fact that she really doesn't like speaking on current events too much because she doesn't believe in having like a public opinion about every single thing that's going on yeah. or every event that may be taking place. And because her platform in terms of its intention and purpose is to point people toward God, right? And to, she said, you know, teach them the fundamentals so they then have the tools to discern the things in which they're seeing. Yeah, And I was like, man, That's exactly what, Mm -hmm. like, our purpose is and the things that we want to do. And so that really, like, convicted me. And I was like, man, like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, yo, like, what are we doing? And I had to really, like, check my heart and my attention with, like, some of the, like, segments that we had even put in place and that we were, like, you know, giving our time to. Because, like, I'm personally, I don't always see it as beneficial to always be so wrapped up in everything that's going on in the world and every like pop cultural event and who's doing this and who said this and who's dating who I think it genuinely does or can be that um, deterrent or distractor from our walk and us keeping our eyes on God. And so I had to double back and I was like, you know what? I needed to hear that because that's exactly what I felt. You know, we were kind of doing with that segment, yeah. Not necessarily in terms of like it was going to like a gossip column, no. but like the motive was the motive, always, yeah, in the sense of like it wasn't aligned with what we know we want to do here yeah. and with our platform. And so I was just like, man, and I was just kind of like thinking about it more. And then ironically, I was listening to Tim Ross and Jackie Hill Perry, their interview that they did together, and then. He mentions this verse that kind of really put it all together for me, and it was in Philippians four eight, and it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And so whenever I think about that verse and the things that's been going through my mind, it's like, yo, like, you have to really ask yourself, okay, like what is pure, like what is true, what is noble, like what is admirable to set your mind on and actually give attention to and speak on, especially doing that consistently. And I was just like, yo, like there's a lot of other things that, you know, outside of the word when we talk about like events and things that like don't serve that purpose. Yeah. They don't align with this filter of the things that we should be thinking about thinking upon and setting our mind to. And so so I was thinking about it more and like even what you know Jordan mentioned, like you know, the motive was, like, definitely right in terms of, like, trying to point it back to God and whatnot. But it doesn't align or serve the purpose that, you know, we want to do here. And so with that being said, I was like, yo, like, what could we do? Like, what does that look like? And then just the idea of, like, the word comes first in my mind kind of, like, just kept, like, repeating itself and was, like, something that was, like, reiterated. And in the sense of, like, yo, like, above anything else, like, you know, what we should be, thinking on giving our minds, to that's worthy to speak about, have commentary on, like, is the word, yeah. right? And what he, what he's saying and what he has always has said and what mm-hmm. he will continue to continue to say. And so, yeah, we're going to be doing that now. Essentially, we want to come up here every week. We're still going to have, like, the Say It Again where we're coming back, We you know, things that we've heard, listened to, that we want to, like, you know, run back here. Yeah. But we're also going to start with the... I, and actually we we're still trying to figure out a name. I don't yeah. know like what we, what is actually going to be, but just the idea of the word goes first Yeah, and so you'll like, have some ideas as always exactly. any ideas on like what the segment could be, what yeah. it should sound what the title should be, whatever, let us know, but just coming here and talking about the word like yeah. verses scriptures, stories that mm. we're reading that we're coming across that we want to bring here and talk about, so yeah, I think this just serves a purpose that. We know we want to stay in line with and move into. So I was like, "Yo, this is gonna be fire too." So yeah, that's what it's gonna be. We're introducing that one, letting go of a few, but yeah, that's what we're sticking with. We're going, we're going for it. And so yeah, I think you know, just it's evolving, changing, stepping forward. Just like we all are, yes, <laughs> yeah. Just like we all are. No, yeah. So go ahead. You got you got yours. Yeah. So I've been uh, I've been reading in Philippians lately, which has kind of been a struggle for me because for those of y'all who don't know, Philippians is only four chapters, uh, and I felt like God told me. Well, I didn't feel like God told me to stay in Philippians. Like that's like what I'm reading, and I'm gonna stay here until I find whatever it is that He wants me to find in it. Um, I'm also reading Proverbs at the same time, but that's a longer book, so. I'm in Philippians for the most part. Um, I think one of the reasons why is because we've been bringing up this book. I've been bringing up this book, the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And um, I realized that this sort of like hurry mentality kind of started bleeding into my spiritual life. And like with my word and when I was reading, I um, will like compare myself sometimes to other people and where they're at spiritually. And it's like, I want to be there and it comes from a good place, but it's like, I got to a point with my reading where I'm just like I'm, I'm zooming through this thing. It's like, I, and I'm not really taking genuine time to like really sit with what I'm reading. Like I'm reading a lot and I'm taking in a lot of verses, a lot of, a lot of biblical knowledge, but it's like I'm not taking time to really sit with it, like it really needs to. Like, um, kind of like you know to let it marinate. Were you talking about the other day? I need to marinate the chicken. Yeah, bro. bro. <laughs> bro we, bro, we trying to make the chicken but you don't marinate it yeah man. bro yeah no this was like one of them parallel life lessons it's like just how i need to marinate that chicken i need to marinate in the words so he's been telling me to stay in philippians um i haven't i don't know if i found anything you know deeply profound i've been finding a lot of different things i will say that as i've been reading like being patient and really sitting with it i've noticed things that i didn't notice prior i think one of the things i realized was um in philippians 4 7 Um, Which is a verse I think, you know, many of us know it says in the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Um, And I feel like this is one of those verses that's talked about a lot. And there's many verses throughout the Bible that we quote, but we don't necessarily or we forget about the context behind them or like prior verses or like what's the lead up to this verse. Um, And this is one of those situations. So this really all starts in verse four, Philippians four, four through seven. And what it says is, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God will transcend, all, under, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, right? So it starts where it says, do not be anxious about anything, right? And it ends in the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds. Right. So the solution to not being anxious about anything is the fact that the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind. But the verses in between those two clauses, it says in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So it's sort of like an equation, like so it's saying if, you know, if you're praying in petition, which just means like continually being in prayer, if you're praying continually and you're, going into this prayer with thanksgiving and you're pre- presenting your request to God, then the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind. Um, I think the peace of God guarding your heart and mind is something that is accessible to all of us. But I think many of us forget this, this part where it's talking about praying with petition, being thanksgiving, presenting your request to him. I think a lot of us will be walking into his peace. And that's something he told me, like, you will be walking into my peace a lot more if you didn't forget about those three things, like praying continually being thankful, present your request to me, and then you can fully walk into this peace that guards your heart and your mind. Um, So that's something I just thought was really uh, interesting because I always took that verse. I was like, yeah, that's good. Like the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind, which I mean, it's true, but... I think we're missing out on the fullness of that if we're forgetting about the the verse that came before that. So I think context is really important. That's something I really noticed as I, I that was like the third read-through. Like first time I read, I didn't realize it. Um, but like third read-through, I was like, hmm, like that's interesting. Um, so that's just one thing I've noticed uh, while reading through Philippians. But I wanted to give y'all context behind why I'm reading there. And I think that can be just a lesson for other people as well. Like really marinate like in the word and don't rush through it or try to, um, I don't know, Rush wisdom. I think that's what I was trying to do. It's like, I want to be here. I want to know all this. And it's like, I'm rushing it. But I think it's something that's just a process. So that's just something I learned. Definitely a process. And that goes into because I'm going through Proverbs right now. Yeah. It's been a minute since I've been in Proverbs. I won't even lie. So I've been going through just like a chapter a day, essentially, because I believe there's about 31 chapters. So that takes you Mm -hmm. through essentially a chapter a day for an entire month, which I encourage like everyone to do just to like, you know, have something like, you're at least setting your mind on, especially, like, in the morning to, like, For sure. get into. And there's so many gems there. Now that I'm older and I understand things a lot more and, like, are, is, I'm more receptive, mm-hmm. right? I can, like, just gain so much from it, kind of what Jordan was saying. Like, it is a process. Yeah. And one of the biggest things that has stood out to me, which, again, is something I've heard so many times, but it's in Proverbs 1-7, and it says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So it's really that first part of the fact that the beginning of knowledge is the fear of the Lord. Yeah, And one of the points that I really have that kind of like just goes along with it is the fact that wisdom is the ability to judge and act according to God's directives, Mm. which I think is fire. So of course, like when you think about the difference between knowledge and wisdom, Mm -hmm. knowledge may be, in some sense, just to simplify, like information in which you have and wisdom is that information you have that you actually apply. But when you think about like, even like the biblical aspect in the term of this, it isn't just like knowledge that we have that we take in our own hands and then walk out what we think it is. It's us like going according to what God says. That's true wisdom, right? Because sometimes we can think that our ways, our thoughts, and what we have about a situation, even if it may not be inherently detrimental, and actually moving us in the right direction can be, quote, unquote, wisdom or something that's wise or even productive for us. But if it's not in line with what God has and what He's what he wants, then it's not wisdom. That's our own instruction and our own knowledge yeah. that we're getting into. And then the second point is the fact that wisdom originates in God, not self, and comes by attention to instruction. And so, again, there's not enough information that you can gain or wisdom that you may may get from any other source that will be enough to compare to the wisdom that God gives, right? That he is speaking to you that you're going to get from the word and what he may be wanting you to apply to your life. And so I think that, in terms of like this and that, even that small verse is something that I've been like really holding on to. is the fact that like it all comes from the source and anything outside of that is not going to lead you to where you really want to be. Yeah. And I was actually, I just saw something on Instagram. This was, was just real. And they were talking about how like God's anointing essentially. Right. And always moving in like what you're anointed for. Right. So mm-hmm. You can only get that if you're going in like God's direction for your life. So you have a choice. Like you can, you know, go down your own path of what you think your life should look like and what it should be, or you can go down what God has for you, mm. right? And you can choose to go down your own path, but that's not the one that you're anointed for, right? So you're not gonna sense. have the weight of God mm. on your plan in your steps because that's not what He designed for you. Yeah to be in anyway and so i thought that was good and even ties in here of like having that the simple that that um approval right of god being pleased with where you're at and where you're going so his weight is behind every move that you make every room you step into every decision that may come every relationship that comes into your life um because if if you're going in your own direction like you have to sustain it Mm -hmm. If it's not mm-hmm. if it's not God's anointing on it, then you have to walk into your own strength, your own resources to make that plan work. Yeah. But when you're walking in the plan God has, right, then it's up to Him to sustain and take care of. Yeah. That's where that His weight comes. So, yeah, yeah, I remember um, a quote someone had told me. I don't know who this is from, but they said, "What you go outside of God to get, you have to stay outside of God to keep." And I was like, "I was like, as a bar." <laughs> I I was, like, again. I was like, "You're spitting." No, said, say it again. No, they said, "What you go outside of God to get, you have to stay outside of God to keep." Right. So I don't know. I just obviously was reminded of that when you were talking. Right. Like when you're going down this path, <laughs> if you go outside of God to get that, you're gonna have to strain yourself, use your strength, be stressed out, trying to keep that thing that you went outside of Him to get. Like so, yeah. No, that's a good point. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see. No, that's actually fire. I've ahead. been. Um, I have one more thing of Olympians that I yeah. wanted to bring up so i was reading this was in philippians 3 uh philippians 3 verse 4 through 11 roughly um so so this is paul talking about not putting confidence in the flesh and he says if if someone thinks they have reasons to put confidence in the flesh i have more right like he he's basically saying i'm him like if any if anyone can put confidence in themselves like i can like i was circumcised on the 8th day of the people of Israel of the tribe of Benjamin, I'm a Hebrew Hebrews, in regards to the law, I was a Pharisee um I had zeal persecuting the cur- persecuting the church as for righteousness based on the law, faultless right so he's saying oh i've I gained like all these amazing titles, all these things I've done, like if anyone has you know the ability to put confidence in themselves, I do, but then he goes into verse seven he says. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider a loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. Um, And this came, I started I listened to Jackie Hill Perry's and Tim Ross's um, podcast. Shout out Jackie Hill, man, and Tim Ross. That was a good episode. That was a good episode. But like you mentioned, I was listening to that, and I read this after, and I was reminded of something that Jackie was talking about. And she was talking about how a lot of things, or in this generation, the things that really call us towards holiness, people kind of like see as extra. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like certain things, it's like if I say God is telling me – I can't watch Netflix. Some people, and even my mom, would be like, "Bro, that's extra." Like I don't know. Like that it's just not, seemed like a lot, bro. Right. And she was like, "Holiness is extra, bro. Like it is." And this immediately reminded that, like Paul is saying, everything is a loss. Like if that's not extra, I don't know what it is. He's saying everything is garbage. Like for for the sake of knowing Christ and knowing Him, everything is garbage. That's extra. But I think sometimes I got in this habit of because. That example I used was real, like, I don't know what it is with Netflix, bro, like, but. What <laughs> God, you mean, you don't see it as a series? No, like, God, God don't want me on it. I don't know what it is, but every time I'd be trying to get on it and watch a show, like, either, <laughs> either I'll end up, like, binging it for, like, way too long. It'll become a <laughs> right, distraction, right, and right. it's like, God be convicting me. And for so long, I was like, you don't want me to watch it. I can't watch one sh- like, one movie, right. like, on Netflix. That just seems so extra. And then once I heard all that, I was like, you know what? It is extra, but I don't know why we've labeled that or like gave that a negative connotation, like mm-hmm. it's extra. you're gonna have to give up some stuff, but I think we've we've kind of done that in this generation day and age where it's like some stuff is just like, oh no, I don't know about all that, or I think sometimes even let's 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 sit here, let's talk about this because i I don't even know i I feel like they go in this direction, so sometimes I feel like we use the scapegoat of like personal conviction in the same vein, like um. There are personal convictions. It talks about this in Romans fourteen. I'm not saying personal convictions are personal convictions are real. And we've talked about and we've made yeah, personal before. convictions are that. very real. Go read Romans fourteen. Like I'm not saying they're not, but I think there's certain things that aren't necessarily personal convictions, but because we see them as extra, we're like automatically write it off, and it's like oh, I don't know. Um, when in all reality, you might not be feeling that conviction because your heart has become hardened. Like that's what they also talked about in the episode. The more you give your yes to other things and you know to god your heart becomes callous to his conviction and like where he's trying to lead you so i think that's something that I, i've fell victim to in my own life i saw certain things as personal convictions and it's like well really it's not a personal conviction you just thought it was extra you thought it was too much you didn't necessarily want to do it and you just threw the personal conviction on there when yeah, it all, like you said yeah yeah it's a scapegoat yeah sometimes it's a scapegoat but personal convictions are real but just be wary of how you're using it and make sure your, your heart's in the right place. Like really analyze. Um, Cause I think sometimes we might feel even a little bit of the conviction. I've been, I'm, I'm guilty of this. Like I feel a little bit of the conviction, but it's like, mm, I don't know. Like that just seems like a little too much. So maybe that's just their personal conviction when it's like, Nah, sometimes it's not, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying this, sometimes it isn't, and be careful of, you know, you trying to use that as a scapegoat for yourself, because I, I feel victim to that, this whole conversation, so, yeah. No, 100%, and that was actually something I put down for something I did want to talk about for an episode, Yeah, actually. And it was gonna be like you know doing too much, mm. or that may be the title or something along those lines. You're but no, I think much. that's real, and that's something that I've I've you know fell prey to as well. Because there are a lot of things that I have said plenty of times when I saw somebody else doing them, like "Yo, you're being, you're doing too much," like that's that's a little extra, that's, yeah. that's a little religious. And you know, listening to that put it in perspective for me. But again, just the idea of. Wanting to stay close to God and going to any measure to make sure that connection stays in place, that your heart stays pure and stays sensitive and tender to what he wants for you and you making sure that you're walking right with him. And so that is, that's real. And especially like the verse you mentioned, like, you know, when he even says that I count everything as a loss for the sake of like knowing God, like that's something that, you know, some people would, if you heard it today, like, oh, that's extra. Like, you yeah. Know, like, what, what do you mean nothing else? Like, what do you matters? mean everything's garbage? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but of course, like you said, when it comes to our holiness, our relationship with God, and if that is really the priority where our hearts are set on, then, one, nothing else really matters. And whatever it takes to make sure that's in place, like, it's going to happen. We're going right? to get there. We're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, does, it doesn't matter, and that's what real love is. Mm-hmm. So you have to really look at, like, where the temperature of your heart is with God yep. of like what you think love really is. Hmm. And when you say you love him, do you really like to the extent of like giving up anything, sacrificing anything, right? Cause yeah. that's what, cause that's what, that's what it is. That's what it so, is. Yeah. I think, I, I think that's real. Yeah. We'll definitely get into that at some point, like even deeper, but for sure say less. holiness is extra. So yeah, now into the say it again, we come back here and run back something that we've heard, we've been reading, yeah, yeah. have seen, listened to, that we felt was notable to run back on the pod. So, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think you are ready, man. I got another book. We, <laughs> we briefly mentioned stu- it. You got a we, book bag. We He's briefly stupid, mentioned man. it earlier in the EP. But I got another book. So this one is titled The Awe of God. Um, by John Bevere, which all A-W-E. At first, I thought when it was told to me that it was all A-L-L, I looked it up. I couldn't find it. I was like, what's it do? But it's all of God, A-W-E by John Bevere. Shout out to Mama Diggs for this book. But this has been, I'm only 60 pages in, just to give you all context. The fact that I, I'm already vouching for this book <laughs> and I'm 60 pages in, but this has already been such a good read. Um, So, this book is basically, hence the title, just about like having an awe for God. And um, in these first couple of pages and really just the intro into the book, the author has been talking about having a fear of God and how there are the difference between like a spirit of fear and like a holy fear of God, because I think. I don't, I don't really hear about, you know, having a fear of God. And even when I do, it's kind of just like a surface level, like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Like, it's just, you know, having a respect for God. But he's really, like, diving deep into, like, what that means and how there's a difference, difference between the two. Because some people, even when they hear fear of God, they're completely kind of turned off. Like, what do you mean? Like, I got to be scared of God, like fear of God, uh, when there's a difference. Um, so I have some verses here because I want to obviously bring Bible into it. So differences between like a spirit of fear and like godly fear. So you know how it talks about Second Timothy one seven for God gave us a spirit, not of fear but power, love, and self control. Also Second John four eighteen. There's no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear. Right. So th- these things are talking about like the spirit of fear, right? But then there's a godly fear. Um, and in Philippians two twelve, it talks about this. It says, "Walk out your soul salvation with fear and trembling." Which I've been in Philippians, which some I noticed. Um, even in the verse you brought up in Proverbs one, seven, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, right? So there's a difference between a spirit of fear and having a fear of God. Um, and he also brings up a verse where it talks about both of these in the same verse In Exodus 2020, 20, it says, do not fear for God has come to test you and that his fear may be before you so that you may not sin. So at first, at first glance, it's like, that don't make sense. Like, why is it saying f- do not fear? But then like God wants his fear to be before you. Like, what does that even mean? It's because it's two different types of fear. Um. So that's basically the context of like what this book is about. And uh, simply put, a fear of God is just like a deep reverence and respect for God. Like to fear being away from him for like once, like even a moment. That is having a fear for God. And he's been talking about how why we really don't see and feel the tangible presence of God as, as, you know, potently or, like, evidently as we once did is because there's a lack of the fear of God. And uh, a quote from the book, he says, you will never find God's wonderful presence in an atmosphere where he's not revered and held in awe. Like, he's saying, like, it's impossible. Like, that is what draws God's presence is when you have that respect, when you have that fear, when you have that reverence. Like, he wants to meet you there. Um, so he's talking about, like, that's how that's where you see the difference between like people like Paul and the people in the Bible that had such a zeal, the difference between them and like, kind of like, you know, the generation we see now in the body is they had a fear of God. It, it wasn't that they loved God more or it wasn't that they understood his love better. I think we understand his love very well, but we don't understand his glory. We don't really have that fear for him. And he's talking about like how that's the difference. But so that's just to give you context for the book. Um, It's been really good. But I think a quote that really hit different when I was reading, um, because he talked about one of the big steps to understanding how God, one of the big steps to starting to see God, how you need to see him is understanding how he sees you. And one of the quotes he said in the book, he says, no wise person will ever make an unprofitable deal. To give what is more valuable for what is less valuable. In the same way, God would never make an unprofitable deal. The price God paid for you was the life of his only begotten son, which means he values you as much as he values Jesus. It also means that he values those around you as much as he values Jesus. It also brings up this verse in John 17, 23, where Jesus says, The world will know you sent me, and that you love them as much as you love me. So... I don't know, I feel like this was this hit so different because for so long, I think I've subconsciously held this attitude, um even if it wasn't like explicit that you know Jesus came to die for me, you know, just this lowly sinner, which you know we are sinners, and like oh, that's true, but <laughs> we like, are sinners like we are, but like you know <laughs> su- sometimes you subconsciously get in this attitude oh. where it's like, oh like you know uh where we feel like God got the bad end of the deal. Like, let's be honest. Like sometimes you feel like, Oh, well yeah, Jesus came to die for me, but I, you know, lowly old me. Uh, and I think sometimes we devalue ourselves, but in the word it says, God loves us as much as he loves Jesus. And he will never make an unprofitable deal. Like it was an equivalent exchange, like his life for ours. He loves us just as much as he loves his son, Jesus. And I don't know. I feel like that really put it in perspective for me and, like, really got me to a point where I'm starting to value myself like I really should be. Because um, I think sometimes with our language, we can just slip into that mindset of, like, you know, well, like I got got the bad end of the deal, like I said. But that was really one of my favorite quotes so far in the book and how he's talking about this and changed my yeah. perspective. No, that's huge. because And I remember we talked about it yesterday and that hit me as well. Yeah. A wise man never makes an unprofitable deal. Yeah, never. Never. It and don't so even make sense. It is that that aspect and just sheer concept of the fact that it was an equal exchange. Mm. Like him giving his son for us, like the investment put in yeah. to send himself into flesh for our sins mm. and our salvation and eternity in relationship with him wasn't like you know what I mean it, it wasn't charity mm. Mm. that's the one <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't charity it, it wasn't. wasn't it wasn't charity it wasn't because he felt bad right it wasn't just because mm. like oh like I'm looking at these people and they just so desperately need me although that is the case But on the other end of that, which is something that I don't always, like you said, hear often or acknowledge or realize for myself, is the fact that, no, they were that valuable. Hmm. And what did you mention the other day? And we were talking about the fact that when you take all of the wealth Mm -hmm. of the world. Yes, yes, yes. So the verse, um, it talks about what profits a man if he gains the entire world but yet loses his soul? Like it's saying, like, what's the point of that? So essentially, in this book, he talks about it as well. So like, he added up like all the wealth in the world essentially, like, and it added up to like 100, like a hundred trillion something like that around that number. It was a crazy number. So he's basically breaking it down, saying, "This is saying like if you added up everything in the world, like it doesn't even compare." To the worth of your soul, like that's what that verse is saying. And I've always looked at that again at a surface level, like, oh yeah, like, why, what's the point of gaining all this if I lose my soul? But it's it's pointing out the value of you, like that's what the verse is saying. And I what's thought, the what's the what, so what's the verse? Find find the yeah, verse yeah. specifically. Let me find it. Let me find it. Me Does say it, it say what's the profit or what's the value? Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, it's Mark eight. Verses thirty-four through thirty-eight says, "What shall profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul, or what shall a man give it, give it, or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul?" Right. So it's saying like the whole world, one hundred percent, the whole world exactly. And that yeah. even makes more sense to me now when we talk about profit. Like what what profits you to gain the world. And lose your soul. There's no profit. There. Like it's not a. It is. A, it is an unwise investment and not a propita- profitable deal because mm. your soul is literally more valuable than the world and more monetary value and whatever you whatever it is, it's more valuable than that. Yeah, and that's the way that God saw us. It's a fact that outside of all else, our souls, our spirits to be saved Mm -hmm. for eternity, to be reconciled to him, was more valuable than anything else in the universe. Yeah.
1: What
0: what profit's a man? Crazy. And so once you have that same attitude, of course, like towards yourself... And seeing yourself the way that God does, it changes the way in which you move, the decisions you make, For sure. the relationships you get into, environments you put around you, the purchases you even make. Yeah. Right? Because I understand that the priority of my life is to tend to my soul, to work out mm-hmm. my soul's, souls. Salvation. salvation. Yeah. I think a lot more people would invest in like uh, therapy. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if people understood this verse, they would invest in like their soul work, like stuff like that, and them, and, and just yourself, and right? Yourself, yeah. And what and, and what and what that is, right? To ultimately be the best version of yourself to be used by God in the kingdom. That you're <laughs> you are a vessel, right? The the most. Yeah, you're just you're a vessel in which can be used. And that's that so being different. what you're working toward continuously and always because you know that is the priority and that's all that matters. That's so different, bro. So yes, which sounds simple, but it definitely changes a lot yeah, of your mindset when you does. sit when you sit on it and allow it to just like resonate even more. And also to your first point, just about always having a reverence for God too. Yeah. That's what I'm learning myself mm-hmm. is and there's a verse. I'm gonna find it, but that's what I'm learning for myself is the fact that he is really always with you. Yeah. Like, and again, it's these very simple, like, fundamental things that we always miss. But, and that's how I see it now. Like, he's he's in the room. He's 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 watching me. You know what I mean? He Mm -hmm. he's there. If I need him, if, if I want to speak, if I want to talk, like, and he's, like, smiling. He's looking. He's not looking down. He's looking at me. Yeah. That's so crazy. That's one of the steps he talks about to, like, starting to revere God is realizing that he's always watching. Like, he talks about that in the book. And he's in the room. Yeah. You know? And so that has really changed my heart posture and everything in which I do. And that's when you talk about, okay, how do I now start transitioning from making him my savior to Lord mm-hmm. and even friend air quotes as well. Mm-hmm. Someone that I walk with. Well making that's what we talk about the transition of going from savior to Lord and also him being the person in which you walk with yeah. in your life. It's realizing that yo, when you're driving down a car, you're on the bus in the morning, yep. you're on your lunch break at work, he's with you. He's there. And he's always there. And so I think even that small shift in mindset will change a lot. Yeah, and the verse that I, I've been thinking about is in 1 Corinthians 6, 19. And it says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? And it's the idea that Understanding that the Holy Spirit is within you, yeah, which in turn goes into what you're saying, and the fact that God is always walking with you, Mm -hmm. because His Spirit is which, because His Spirit is that which lives on the inside of you, yeah. So it's no, there's nowhere you can go, no move you can make in which He's not there, right? In terms of you, if you allow Him to come in, so I think that that changes it all. Yeah, uh, there was another quote from the book that I thought was really good. Just talking about like the fear of the Lord and starting to respect and revere him. It says the remarkable thing about God is that when you fear God, you fear nothing else. Whereas if you do not fear God, you fear everything else. Um, Yeah. And I was just thinking about how when you fear the fear of God is the only thing that every other fear must bow to. Like when you fear God and respect him above everything else, it's like, for example, when I was up on that stage performing on this past Saturday, like I was, I would lie if I said I wasn't like somewhat scared, like taking that mic and like starting to talk to these people. Like I was a little bit scared, but it was like my fear for God, my my fear of speaking in front of these people and fear of man in this moment had to bow to that fear of God that I had. Um, So like every other fear must bow. And I don't know, I just thought that was really interesting. It's like, that is the cure um, for like a better words, like that is the solution to all the fears fear of man, fear of you know uh falling off a building. I don't know why I said that, but it's just like <laughs> every i <laughs> gives a person that every every other fear must bow to the fear of God. I just thought that was really interesting, so yeah, I think this was um as I start to read this book more, I will obviously like come to the part po- it'll just be like the last book i would bring up this every single episode i'm sure um but i'm only 60 pages in and like that's all i've already gotten so much from it but yeah as i continue to read i'm i'm, I'm gonna be coming back with like more gems that i'm getting from it but that's basically an intro to this book and you know what i've been reading so yeah so going <clears throat> Yeah, so that's the, that's to say it again for this week, you know, coming from the book bag himself, that's your mm-hmm. nickname, bro, the, the book, book bag, bag. <laughs> it's actually hard though, yeah, I like coming that. from the book bag himself, I like that, <laughs> what does, I mean, you had a lot there, but it's like, what does There's it so profit much. a man, <clears throat> what does it profit a man to gain the world, but, yeah, but lose his soul, so, like that's still crazy to me <laughs> like that's an L though it's basically saying that's an L deal like that's bro, an, it on, is bro. it is an L investment come it on it make man. it makes no sense at all because man you're valuable you're valued and when he died it was an equal exchange yeah yep. it was an equal exchange Give me all of you. No, I'm sorry. That's um, crazy. The V2 is crazy. <laughs> shut up, Mama 2. Shout out 2. Oh my God. Nonetheless, well, okay, that's a perfect segment. segue. We're getting into the putting you on for this. Let's week. do you know, it, Let me bro. get off my secular uh, wave. Let's do to it. To some holiness. <laughs> so, y'all were actually really putting a song. I don't know what episode it was under. I think oh. it was maybe 93 or so. But y'all were like just giving all these suggestions. And so, this is the one I came. It's the one I found from a comment that some of you all made, and mm-hmm. this is Secret Place okay. by Noble Official. Okay, Secret Place. He really went crazy on this. Oh, yeah, I heard of him. You see, yeah, he's see he's uh, he's tough and stuff. the shelter
1: of the Most High, will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. He was really going
0: crazy. Y'all know what it is, though. What's stop. <laughs> <that>? Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm like a DJ. Like a DJ. Episode 95. fine you openly.
1: Lead down and It's eat. the fact you woke me up this morning. I'm knowing that I'm a mirror. A lot of people talk too much, but I'm silent and I'm hearing you. I'm standing away from sin, trying to be wise, so I'm fearing you. I'm yeah. F- changing like they clothes, they themselves, and then they wearing you. The moment you get puffed up in your knowledge, you don't know nothing. And Satan's steady tempting me, like, please don't push my buttons. people yeah. acting like they walking in the spirit, but they bluffing. reaping what you sow. Is it life or is corruption? Let me preach to yeah. them, like, how you feel? How you Let them know it's real. Can't come in agreement with the enemy. I don't even sign deals. I am
0: I can't even come an agreement with the enemy I don't even sign, sign deals deal. all
1: right and the at kingdom come. Come come come. get your the secret yeah. place i been consistent in it in the word i'm digging in it. they can the one it wasn't faith i put my feelings put in my it.
0: Feelings. what Thinking she
1: the one, it wasn't faith i put my feelings no <laughs> <laughs> spirit, boy, I promise know I'm just speaking what I'm told They just mad because I'm chosen. tribulations got me all up in my mental And if ain't his will, it won't work out I guess it wasn't I mental They, they meant think it's sweet, no cavity I had to fix my dental And right. hey, you got demons in your house but don't let them rent you Don't,
0: don't let them get don't you. Let you Don't let yeah. them
1: rent you
0: Yeah Yeah, nah, be, that, you slid on that, man that three minutes on that mess. too I ain't gonna lie That's crazy He slid So that's Secret Place By Noble Official For the putting you well, on Where's NBA speak, Young Boy man. from? I don't know <laughs> They from the same city They got Bro, the, what? They got the same accent You can hear it They from the same city <laughs> It sounds like Louisiana I feel like that sounds right uh, I have yeah, no idea it though might be, it might But no nah, yeah So y'all definitely Go and tap in But nonetheless Y'all know what it is Stay you Stay real And stay humble We'll catch y'all Friday Much love Much love I got it right